Welcome back, D&D fam. How is everyone doing? Yes, yes. We hope you're doing well. It is my favorite time of the year, the fall. The season of pumpkin spice. I know. And everything nice. Pumpkin ale for the, mm, for the some ale Some of drinking. them are good. Some of them I could do without. But that brand, Pumpkin, is just so it's delicious. I mean, the Smoothie King pumpkin is cool. Hmm. I had one of their, their um, shakes. But that sounds good. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the actual like pumpkin spice latte. It just yeah. doesn't do it for me. I'm more of a mm-hmm. sweet potato kind of girl. But welcome to the Fair fall enough. and welcome <laughs> back. Um, we have a really important topic today mm-hmm. on our docket. Um, we're talking about a father's parental rights and what happens or what you can do if you feel like you know, access is being denied. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when we talk about custody and visitation, you hear a lot from, you know, mom's point of view, um, especially if mom is like the primary caretaker and just issues that moms go through with that, issues with child support, issues with, you know, getting dads to really be active sometimes Mm -hmm. in their child's life. And so, but we want to talk to um, and about and inform those who maybe are very well-meaning dads Mm -hmm. and those dads who want to be active, who want to be in their child's life and are just feeling like there's a lot of blocks, Right. right? Yeah, I guess the whole wall that they're come coming against. Um, and I think it's an important topic to talk about now, especially because there's this whole um, movement. And not to say that this topic is cornered mm-hmm. in the black market at right. all. Like, it's not a black person's issue. No. Um, because divorce is rampant and people go through... Um, child visitation and custody all the time right Mm -hmm. so it's not always a situation where you think about child support or child custody and it's it's about somebody's deadbeat parent right yeah um that's usually you know that's that doesn't have to be the case but i was just gonna say that there seems to be this whole movement going on um that's showcasing fathers in their relationships with children, right, on social media. And I, I just really appreciate it because I think that, that for so long the um, content has been so negative. And like mm-hmm. you said, whenever people think about child support, they instantly think about what is the mom getting yeah. or, you know, that the mom has the, the um, children. And in the large majority of the cases it is, in the large majority of cases, I mean, women are still – nurturers and you know there's an expectation yeah. that they're their primary right um, right parent. Yeah. so it's it's not to to knock that but i think the focus usually is so heavily on that mm-hmm. um that for those fathers that are trying yeah. they feel left in the weeds sometimes like mm-hmm. there isn't any help yeah. um and definitely have heard many many times that they already feel like the court system is against them just because of their sex mm-hmm. so we wanted to come on here and try to um, clarify some things, provide yeah. some some actual legal knowledge about some things, and um, you know, just help help where we can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, because you know, co-parenting is multiracial. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> um, I think a lot of times, you know, that term I think is colloquialized in the black community, baby mama, baby daddy. Mm-hmm. But you can technically be a baby mama, baby daddy if you're any right. That's not, yeah. you know, it just. And I mean, I, and and I definitely say, you know, go back to like divorce. We mm-hmm. we know statistically, yeah. it's white 
Americans that are, you know, they they make up the large majority of, of that fifty uh, yeah, percent. just because they make up a larger yeah. part of the population. Correct. So if they're the larger part of marital, then they're the uh, by statistics larger part of the divorce, right? Correct. So they are also going through child support issues, mm-hmm. going through child visitation issues. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not an us situation. Yeah. Um, but again, when it comes to court, we do know that. Um, black fathers are still, by and large, um, they're treated differently. Um, so. Yeah, and I think there's a stigma. There's an assumption sometimes, unfortunately, that like they don't take someone care of the isn't kids. In a, or someone isn't in a two parent home, right? Or, you know, you know things like that. So, yeah. I guess let's first up is like what a father's parental rights are, right? So when people think about, okay, I want to me and my partner, whether we're married mm-hmm. or not. We're not working out, so we have to figure out how we're going to divide up the time mm-hmm. with this child, right? So, just standard situation. Obviously, things might be change a little different mm-hmm. if, if there's a danger to the child, right? But, like, what are the basic parental rights that a father has? So, I'll say... I mean, basically, like, we you know, we sometimes say break it down for a fifth grader, break it mm-hmm. down for a third grader. At the very bottom line of it, a yeah. father's parental rights are the same as a mother's parental rights. Okay. Um... He has the right to, you know, visitation. He has the mm-hmm. right to, um, by law, he has to take care of that child financially. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the mother has the right to take, I mean, obligation to take care of that child financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I mean, in larger things, just being in that child's life. I mean, essentially, right. um, yeah, it's just, to me, it's just no, really, it's no different than, a mother's parental rights. Of course, when you, you know, of course you look into the circumstances of things and that can mm-hmm. change. Yeah. But at the bottom line, whatever the mother's parental rights are, the father has those legal parental rights as well. Right. So I think one thing that's important <clears throat> to maybe um, differentiate mm-hmm. is physical versus legal oh, custody. Yeah. So legal custody is just that. It's the rights to decide your day-to-day decisions for the child. Mm-hmm. So if you're religious, what religion the child practices, where the child goes to school, mm-hmm. um, things of that nature are the more so legal custody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and Education, religion, mm-hmm. especially talking about health, going yeah. to the doctor. Those kind of yeah. decisions are the legal. Mm-hmm. Whereas physical custody is who physically has the child. Right. And you'll see in different court orders that kind of is, is divided mm-hmm. up um, based on the type of custody or visitation that parents mm-hmm. have, right? So that is just who is supposed to have the child when. Right. Um, and there's variations of this. Sometimes the eight, one parent can have sole custody while the other parent has visitation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the parents will share joint you know, custody in both situations, like mm-hmm. legal and physically. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll share joint. But if there's an issue where the two parents can't agree, then, you know, they'll figure out or the court order will decide, well, who's the tiebreaker? Because mm-hmm. obviously if there's one and one, Someone has to make the decision. So, you know, at the bare minimum, those are two different things we're talking Mm -hmm. about when when it comes to figuring out who's making those decisions versus who actually has a child. And and also to that, um, by law, 
you have to like both parents have legal custody, right? Mm-hmm. It is the 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 basic line is joint legal custody. So when somebody goes into court um, and says I want to file for custody, right? Mm-hmm. They're usually talking. The courts are usually looking. Okay, you're talking about physical custody mm-hmm. because if you don't argue for reasons for a person not to have legal custody, mm-hmm. then they're going to. Ass- there's an assumption that there's joint legal custody, right? That standard mm-hmm. of proof is a little bit higher mm-hmm. than when it is physical custody, right? You have to prove um, that the parent is unfit, that mm-hmm. they shouldn't have legal custody. Maybe um, there would be reasons if they moved out of state or they haven't seen the child. Mm-hmm. There are reasons that, you know, it makes it difficult. And we're not yeah. talking about y'all can't just get along on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there are reasons that if that child went to the hospital tonight, there might be, you know, you don't want to have to worry about having to call, call, contact the other parent because right. of obstacles, not because you don't want to call them, right. but obstacles that would make that decision to call the doctor. Okay, we, we both can't make this decision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like Lee was saying, in in the court order, it will say that one parent or the other has the final decision-making authority, right? So if we can't agree on this, we both have joint legal custody, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to make the be- what's in the best interest of the child. And that is the standard when mm-hmm. it comes to the court, right? It, what is the best interest of the child? Right. And I, I wanted to point out, because when you were saying that, it made me think about um, just the actual, we're talking about orders. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have an order mm-hmm. in place, it's almost like the court's hands are tied. Because right. like you said, that presumption that you both share, this yeah. is... It, it's your children, mm-hmm. your child collectively. So those situations where you don't have an order, you you know, you have this child and you're not getting along or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen and heard about those situations where I'm supposed to pick up my kid on Saturday and she's not letting him come. Right. And you could try to call the police, but without an order, there's nothing that they can do. There's yeah. nothing for them to enforce because legally outside of having an order that emphatically states the conditions, there's nothing that they can do. So I would really encourage, um, you know, of course, too, in situations that are amicable, but especially in situations that are Mm -hmm. not, um, when you're not able to kind of get along with mom um, and in those situations where it hasn't been just a easy kind of flow, you definitely need to get an order because there's nothing that, the sheriff, police officer, et cetera, can do if someone's not adhering mm-hmm. to an order that doesn't exist. You know, right. your word of mouth agreement is not enforceable when that person decides, oh, I changed my mind. And right. again, that's more likely to happen in those situations where it's like, okay, we, we don't get along and mm-hmm. we're not in a good space. And, and to that effect, too, like the police are not there to um, be a mediator in your relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you do have a court order and, you know, let's say it's Father's Weekend Mm -hmm. and he has the child and you get mad at him and want him back and now you want to call the police, all he has to do is show the order. This is my weekend. And and that's all the police going to be like, okay, we see the document, we see the court order, and they're going to go on about their business. They are not there to be mediators in your relationship. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, that's something else too. Mm-hmm. to think about with that and you know it's a whole different subject outside of child support and visitation but I also think without that court order it does make it difficult in kidnapping situations right yeah. um, because like you said the the at the very basic you both have joint legal custody mm-hmm. um, so let's talk about the custodian versus a non-custodian parent what, right. what that what that kind of gears towards 
Okay, so non-custodian, my my understanding, mm-hmm. when I hear non-custodian, I think it's the parent who has visitation. Right. So if you're the parent, and sometimes that's mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of times people think like, oh, mom has, yeah. has custody and dad has visitation, but it, sometimes it's in reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that parent who has the visitation rights is the non-custodial parent. Right, yeah. So mm-hmm. it does, when you hear that term, it, it's talking about the physical mm-hmm. um, custody, not the legal custody of it, whether you're custodial or non-custodial parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and the non-custodial, it also depends on the number of days like you know you could be a custodial parent but that other child is visiting their other parent for the summer that doesn't make you suddenly a non-custodial parent over the summer right Right. um so it's it's just a legal term talking about the legal definition of um whether you are being granted physical custody and depending on how many days within the calendar year um that you have makes you a non-custodial or custodial parent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so Talking about visitation and, you know, you let's say you have that court order. The court orders has ordered where the visitation is played out. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also ordered child support. Yeah. And the parent isn't paying child support. How does that affect visitation? Can a person keep their child mm-hmm. from the father in this instance because we are focused on our father's parental rights? Yeah. Can the mother keep a child from the father because the father is not paying child support? So the short answer (laughs) in North Carolina, let me be clear, is no. Right. Um, So in North Carolina, they're two separate issues. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot guarantee, depending on what state you're in, you definitely want to research your state. But I can't guarantee in those other states that doesn't play a factor. Here where we are located, they're two separate issues. Now, a straight out refusal to pay may be considered in what's the best interest for the child. Maybe when you're going through some of the custody Mm -hmm. hearings, like, okay, do we really want to grant full custody to this parent who is refusing to support um, their child? But in terms of actual having still having rights to visit your child and still being able to enforce if there's an you know a custody agreement that has no bearing now you may be held in contempt because again a separate case or issue is dealing with your child support mm-hmm. so that still may result in you being in arrears um you know depending on how they have it set up with your job you know dealing with some garnishments things like that that you may face mm-hmm. if you're not paying um up to you know some people get arrested yeah. for not failing to pay child support so it you're not in the clear just because you're not mm-hmm. paying but if you're behind no mom can't just say like oh you can't see your child because you're two months behind right and 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 to that point i think um a lot of times fathers are afraid to enforce mm-hmm. visitation or go to court if there's a court order to yep. enforce mother to let him see his child if he's behind mm-hmm. on, on arrears, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a legit concern. It's definitely a legit yeah. concern because it is, um, by law, it, it's punishable by jail time, mm-hmm. um, depending on how much, like you said, how much you owe. But what I will say to that is be proactive. Right. Be proactive. If you know that you cannot pay child support or you have to have it reduced because of um, job or you're on some kind of hardship. We're not talking about the people that mom is withholding visitation, so you're withholding money, right? right. Both of y'all are in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but for if you actually have 
some kind of hardship, be proactive and go try to get a modification mm -hmm. of your child support. Right. Um, and that also is going to show the court when you're going in for visitation, right, that you try to do something mm -hmm. on the child support end, right? The, the, they don't want to throw you in jail for, no, for right. not paying child support. They they mm -hmm. truly do not. Right. Um, but just, <clears throat> I would say be proactive because you. I know from what I hear so many times is that they feel like their hands are just tied and it's just, mm -hmm. you know, that mom just really has all the control mm -hmm. because of whatever issues there are with child support. Now, when you start letting your child support roll, 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 like I know people that owe tens of thousands of dollars in yeah. child support, you know, that's a, that's a completely different issue, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's just... I, I would definitely urge you to be proactive. It's easy enough to go file for a modification mm -hmm. in court if you know you've fallen on some kind of hardship. Mm -hmm. um, and then also when you're filing child support, usually unless you're married and there's a presumption when you're married that the child is of the marriage, mm -hmm. um, that they have to prove that the child is, you know, the father's either through the the parental affidavit when the child was born, it was mm -hmm. signed, mm -hmm. birth certificate. Um, if that is not in there, then you can require testing for, yeah. for <clears throat> excuse me, for the child, for child support. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time people do acknowledge mm -hmm. without that kind of proof. Yeah. If you want to take that risk, then... Mm -hmm. That's on you, but once you <laughs> once you take the risk, yeah, you can't untake it. Right now, once it's you on. said this, my baby, right? So, um, you know that that has that usually has to go into play before child support can even be um, issued against that parent. Mm -hmm. So, and to that, I'll say, you know, you're talking about really like being proactive. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, I think like most situations, people are willing to work with you if you're showing that you're trying, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, if you can't pay, I'm just using a round number, if you can't pay $500, put something on it. Right. At least show, like, no, I, you know, I, I fell short, but I gave her what I could. And what I also say to people is make sure you do things with a paper trail. Give oh, yes. mom cash. It's going to be hard that, to prove, especially, like I said, in a contentious situation, that you actually paid child support. Don't or do it. Yeah. Unless it's through Cash App. Go Don't get. Do it. I mean, um, Cash App is traceable. You that's can put true. four. That's what I'm saying. Unless right. it's through there. Four yeah. child support. Yeah. Or, you know, cashier's check. Just don't do uh, so, You know, go down there to the post office and get you a little certified. Anything that shows yeah. a paper trail of, I did pay mm -hmm. XYZ, mm -hmm. um, I think definitely works in your favor, at least. Absolutely. Um, in those situations. But I I cannot urge enough. Um, and here in North Carolina, you know, you don't get a court-appointed attorney for these matters, for mm -hmm, family mm -hmm, matters. Right. So we have, you know, legal aid here. Mm -hmm. um, I know in our county, most counties have it, but definitely like Mecklenburg County, there's a self-serve center. Mm -hmm. You can file a lot of these documents for yes. little to nothing yes. and go before the court. They have many resources if, if money is an issue mm -hmm. to make sure that you are, you know, allowed to see your child. Mm -hmm. And um, I would urge you sooner than later at the point where the relationship is co becoming contentious, have an order. It's mm -hmm. just, it's not worth go all the back and forth. No. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and it, it cuts out a lot of the... I'm not going to say it cuts out a lot of the back and forth because 
obviously sometimes having those orders do not. But what it does cut out is not having the enforceability mm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the drama's going to be there mm-hmm. until y'all just choose to grow up mm-hmm. and figure things out. Yeah. Um, but it does definitely, um, you know, go through the enforceability of making sure that that child, that you can see yeah. your child um, if the mother is, you know, just one of those that decides that she's going to use the child as basically a weapon mm-hmm. um, to, her, to, hurt you, to hurt you, to harm you, mm-hmm. because you're not supporting um, the child. But I also will strongly um, encourage you to determine, I mean, it could be subjective what support is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not in court it can't, <laughs> because right. there is a basic child support obligation that usually... I definitely know in North Carolina, you can go on to their website, to the North Carolina courts, mm-hmm. and there is a basic child support obligation. A that, calculator. Yes, it's, it's, it's a calculator. It's mm-hmm. actually, it's a um, chart, mm-hmm. and it goes from one child to six children based upon your combined adjusted gross income, mm-hmm. and it tells you that this is basically what it's going to be outside of, you know, extenuating circumstances. Yeah. So you can figure that out long before you even go to court. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I, I say that because a lot of times when I was saying support is subjective and courts is not, you can go to that, um, if you know, you let's say you want to stay out of court and mm-hmm. show good faith efforts, you can go to that chart and be like, okay, this is probably around what I should be paying. Right. Um, but again, if there's affordability issues and you cannot, you have to pay something, mm-hmm. right? There is a child and the best interest of the child is not for two parents not to be taking care of that child right. there's just in no circumstances mm-hmm. is that the best interest of the child mm-hmm. um maybe visitation might not be in mm-hmm. the best interest but i just can't really foresee situations where the best interest of the child is for only one person to be financially um taking care of that child right however um what do you what do you think you know when fathers i don't know i guess the same way that women weaponize children Mm -hmm. through visitation Mm -hmm. men also try to weaponize the money right sometimes the fathers Mm -hmm. try to weaponize the money um and they're like well i'm paying my child support um or doing it voluntarily and it's not child support you know Mm -hmm. not court ordered child support right but they want the mom to show them how they're spending it can they legally do that short answer (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, here's the thing. And again, that that's the key term in family law, that best interest of the right. best interest of the child, right? Unless you're able to show that my child is being deprived mm-hmm. and I am paying consistently something and I don't understand why my child doesn't have what they need, then there's really no. You can't I mean, we hope in good faith that mom is not using the child support money to get her nails done. But no, she does not have to provide you an itemized list of everything that she's done while she has the child with that money. Because, you know, some people will argue like, oh, well, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be going towards your rent. Well, technically that's child support. That child has to stay in a home. So wherever it applied or wherever it needed to go for mom to be able to take care of your child, really is what's at issue, right? Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. is what's important. So it might not be, maybe you thought she should buy school's clothes and she bought something else for the child. Mm-hmm. That is splicing hairs. Yeah. Um, I really think that's going to be, that's not really a hill you want to die on. Like I said, mm-hmm. unless you can show 
that okay my kid is over here and got holes in his clothes it's just my kids over here basically looking homeless what's right. going on and i'm paying you know several hundred dollars or what whatever you're paying i don't understand help me help me understand that right um you know, and that's something that you would want some more so formally bring up. So one of the things that we didn't discuss, but like if, if you have an order and mom's withholding a child, you can file like a motion for contempt. Mm-hmm. You can file mm-hmm. a motion to show cause right. um, for those kind of things that concern you. But um, yeah, you can't control the money mm-hmm. once it's been sent. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've heard people do that. Um, and I just think it's the craziest thing like you said in those situations where you know the child is being taken care of Mm -hmm. of course i could see you getting frustrated when you know your child is looking disheveled and um you know they sick they're not being taken to the doctor they're not going to the dentist they have cavities and they're you know you know you paying the insurance and Mm -hmm. you know you're taking care of those things and then you see the mother at the beach you know or (laughs) in in the latest louis vuitton you know so yeah (laughs) Frustrated, but again, even in that kid's situation, you can't make her mm-hmm. give you an itemized receipt of how she's spending that money. Now, mm-hmm. again, you can do a show cause. Right. You have you have a uh, concern about the best interest of your child and how your child is being taken care of. Mm-hmm. But please don't go to court and ask them. You want the mom to show you how she's spending that child support. Um, I I think if to to think about that question and the way yeah. that question is posed. It would be the same way you would feel if she came and asked you, well, show me how you're spending your money to make sure that you're paying me enough child support. Mm, there's that. <laughs> you, you, right. you would go crazy, mm-hmm. right? I need um, that updated taxes. <laughs> right. Every year. Let me make sure I shouldn't you, get You would more. not be okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there are ways to make sure that your child... Um, if you truly have concerns that your child is not being taken care of, then that's mm-hmm. something that is those are issues that you need to bring um, into court about that. But I wouldn't focus it on, you know, because you want her to you're trying to control how she's spending the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the same vein, there are mothers mm-hmm. um, and fathers. I guess fathers do it, too. You yeah. know, people break up. They mm-hmm. start dating other people. Mm-hmm. Um just however the situation goes and they try to control visitation. Who who's around my kid? Be around my child. <laughs> is that enforceable? Not, unless listen. Unless there is something that puts that child in mm-hmm. danger like that person is a sex offender or things like that that are like okay, whoa, this this is mm-hmm. really a threat to my child. You cannot control who is around your child or where they're going. Right. While that other person is is practicing right. uh, or or enjoying their visitation or enjoying their time with the child. So, unless your child is in some form of danger, no. That's not something that you can and honestly I don't fully understand the need to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that is more of a I'm upset with this person thing mm-hmm. than it really mm-hmm. being about the kid. Because yeah. why does that even matter? If your child is not coming home bruised up, you know, it's just something that is, again, like I'm seeing that my child is being harmed mm-hmm. by some individual or some kind of environment. Why does it even matter? Right. And I think the only thing that I I can think about like that is 
before a child can really tell you what's going on, right? Mm. So if you're talking about a baby up until maybe age five, when that child can like really form their thoughts and be like, okay, you know, and you know, mom's hitting me or Mm -hmm. uh, mom's boyfriend, you know, asked me to do some things and it made me feel uncomfortable or, Mm -hmm. you know, if you definitely see children and I'm not talking about the parents Mm -hmm. that, and I hate parents that do that, that mm-hmm. talk negatively about the other parent because a yeah. child is going to pick that up. They do. And they repeat those things, right? And mm-hmm. so then you're like, oh, well, he don't want to go see Johnny. That's because you told him he shouldn't have went to see Johnny. Like, right. you know, but for those that the child really does have a healthy relationship with that other parent and then suddenly they don't want to go over there. Yeah. Right. They seem a little scared or timid. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, people have their instincts, right? Right. Be, be mindful. Mm-hmm. Be watchful, but you cannot control what goes on in another person's household, right? Right. Um, I think one of the easiest things that I have heard, I think have given people peace, is just thinking about it like, you know, a war, right? Mm -hmm. Because most of the times people do feel like they're in a war when they're going through the beginning stages of child support and Mm -hmm. visitation, right? But I can't go over... And, you know, as much as I may try, I might not can't go over and tell Germany how they need to train their soldiers. Right. And, you know, you can't come over to the United States and tell me how I need to train my soldiers. Right. right. You got to stay in your own little lanes. Right. And train how you how you do best in your world. Right. Those yeah. are two different worlds. And it's enough on the child to have to navigate it anyway. Right. Right. Um, the the best interest of the child is to try to do healthy co-parenting. But sometimes we know that that is not possible. Mm-hmm. But, um for your own sake, I mean, just for your own sanity, just stop trying to have so much control over right. something that's outside of your space. Right. And now I have seen some agree. And again, I, for the amicable folks, right. I think this is possible. I don't see it happening in the more contentious <laughs> situations. But there are some agreements where the parents literally say, okay, we're not going to introduce, you know, mm-hmm. a new friend, however you want to put it, significant other to our child until, you know, mm-hmm. the, the mom or dad has met them to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that the two of you could agree on, then great. Put it, you know, put it in there in your, in your agreement if you think right. it's necessary. But again, those situations where you could barely be in the same room. Right, right. I don't see that being a part of your order or a part that anybody agrees to so um to that i say like you said unless there's some kind of you know reasonable you know Mm -hmm. concern safety wise things like that um you it's really something that's out of your control and that that kind of thing you have to you have to let go of the things you can't control you really do Mm -hmm. it's 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 uh it's gross (laughs) but i think you know once you Get there, you just will have so much more peace, Mm -hmm. which means the child will have so much more peace, right? And they'll be a healthier, happier Mm -hmm. child, and that's truly in their their best interest. Um, I think COVID Mm -hmm. introduced a lot of different things, especially with these stimulus checks. Um, And they usually went, I believe, by um, definition, they went to the custodial parent. Mm-hmm. Or the parent that was... Because they, they based the stimulus checks off of how they were filed taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how the taxes and stuff were filed. So they went to the custodial parent, usually the parent that had filed taxes on um, that child the previous year. I think currently in this year, they're giving monthly stipends versus last year. And I think earlier this year, they gave some big lump checks. Yeah. Last year, they were giving lump checks, but I think now they're giving smaller increments. Okay. Um, 
for for the child. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the non-custodial parent, mm-hmm. um, are they entitled to that money? Are they entitled to split that money? Um, how does that work? There's nothing, unless it's in your order, there is nothing that requires mm-hmm. um, the custodial parent to split those funds with you. One of the things I would really um, encourage parents to do if they're going through the process of getting an order in place is including that tax aspect. You know, some, you know, there's multiple ways to skin a cat. So sometimes mm-hmm. if you have multiple children, it'll, it'll, you'll split the kids. Like one parent files right. for this kid and one parent files right. for this kid. Um, other times, maybe if you just share one child, they'll have it where even years is mom and odd mm-hmm. years is dad or vice versa. So that's something that you really want to make sure that you're considering in terms of if you're trying to go through the process of getting mm-hmm. an order, mm-hmm. you ask the, the court to go ahead and include. Because right. in that way, if you got a stimulus, well, you know, stimulus is a little different because, I mean, COVID, that's, that's a mm-hmm. whole different situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unless the court... Even though you got to pay it back through taxes. But well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but unless the court, you know, so let's say if you had an order mm-hmm. and mom got a stimulus on your year, then, yeah, mom needs to come up off some money because mm-hmm. you were supposed to get some kind of return with that child. Um, But again, there's multiple ways to to skin that. It might be, like I said, the court might say, hey, one parent file and you split it evenly, Mm -hmm. or they may just give you differing years. Usually it's easier to just pick one year versus the other but um unfortunately without an order right. your hand like that is really what ties your hands dads i don't want you all to think that you know if you're between jobs you're behind on mm-hmm. child support all of these things that make you uh cautious and hesitant to do things those are the things that really tie your hands what right. ties your hands is not having an order mm-hmm. because there's nothing that anyone can do when you feel like you're not being heard when you feel like you're not getting to see your child when you feel like you know your things are being withheld from you you don't even really know what's going on with your child without an order no one can make mom do better mm-hmm. yeah. so. and I know that there are a lot of um single fathers out there, Mm -hmm. full-time fathers. My fiancé was one. He raised his um, oldest daughter Mm -hmm. uh, full-time, got custody of her. So um, I know there are a lot of fathers out there that are full-time dads, right? They are the custodial parent. Um, They have the physical custody, but they don't want to enforce child support. Mm -hmm. Um, And why do you think that is? I mean, I know one of the reasons that I have is because traditionally they just feel like they should be the providers right Mm. um but again i go back to legally both parents are supposed to be financially Mm. taking care of that child um why do you feel like some of the reasons that fathers don't tend to um file for child support against moms my thought went to that it's the Mm -hmm. societal you know social what's socially acceptable roles and it feeling, I guess, feminine mm-hmm. to go and ask a, a woman, woman for, for money. some money. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and I say to that extent, I mean, you have situations where this is a, a different topic, but like there are women who are paying alimony. Right. So it really is just what is fair based on these circumstances. Mm-hmm. And like you said, both of us laid down and made this child. Right. So both of us are responsible for the various costs mm-hmm. that come with this child. And so 
single parenthood on either side is rough. You're doing it by yourself. You're doing the job of really a village. Right. And so while I respect um, a lot of the pressure and the roles and the and the expectations that are put on men, mm-hmm. um, especially financially, I also challenge that at what point is that expectation? Are you upholding that? taking away from your mm-hmm. child. At what point does that become prideful? Right. Because your child could be able to do more if With, mom yeah. sent you a little cash app. Yeah. Yeah. And that I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I understand not wanting to deal with the drama of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, that child can just do more. I mean, and some, I mean, I know there are fathers that are like, she, she don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to go through now and put the court systems into my life and she's going to end up paying $50 or, right. you know. Something that doesn't even really, right, yeah. really help at all. So I think um, in those situations, I, I understand it's it's tough. But, mm-hmm. um, again, we go back to legally. Legally, both parents are, should be obligated to help take care um, of that child. And you could just do more with two incomes than you can do with one. And, and if just... you getting more than $50, it's worth it to me. Because <laughs> right. that might be... I don't know, swimming lessons, who knows. Whatever yeah. your child's involved in, it at least pays for that. Yeah. So, And I think a, a, a lot of the times, especially, I mean, you see kids now, mm-hmm. they in every every activity in the mm-hmm. world, right? I mean, most kids are not, that are playing sports, don't mm-hmm. start those sports in high school anymore. Right. Um, and those things are, expensive. like, the most expensive thing for a child is going to be, of course, daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, <laughs> huh. That stops at around five, thank goodness, when they go into pre-K. But even daycare, you know, that can right. be upwards of $1,500 per child. You know, on the low end, it's like $600. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you think about that to get out of child, you know, daycare. But then if they start going into sports, mm-hmm. I mean, my son, is, like I said, he's an AAU track and I easily spend $2,000 during track season on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in other sports. Right. So I think sometimes, I don't know, I think sometimes people don't consider, especially if you're that um, single full-time father Mm -hmm. you know those costs right um and then if you're on the opposite end the father that um wants the mom to account for all those things because you feel like what you're paying is too much like it it, raising a child is expensive it is it's really expensive Mm -hmm. um and those utilities that are in that house that that child is in that house they're not just for them Mm -hmm. if you have boys they eating up your food just, I'm putting it out there. They Boys, they start eating up their food around 7 or 8. It's, what is happening? Get a BJ's account. It's <laughs> over for you. So It happens so quickly. I don't understand. They start getting those big salad bowls for cereal. For sitting just all the milk. Yeah, just, it costs. They, they use eat. a whole gallon of milk in they two days. The kids' meals no longer. Like mm-hmm. They eat. So kids can be really, really expensive. So, I mean, I just say, like she said, track what you are spending um, on your child, especially if you haven't been mm-hmm. um, taken to, to child support court and you're just doing that on your own and y'all are trying to work out things amicably, right. still make sure that you're tracking these things because mm-hmm. you just never know when. At least you're showing you wanna, you're doing yeah, something. And you want to cover your basis at all times. Right. Um, is there anything else that you can think about? I would just encourage, you know, you mentioned the calculator. Mm-hmm. Make Go in there. If you know how much, you know, mom makes, um, and 
see what you should be paying. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, just depending on the situation, sometimes you're doing more than you should. And sometimes that's why some people choose to keep it out of the course right. because mom knows. Right. Oh, um, he will be paid about half of what he's doing right. now. So let me let me not. Right. Um, but I think it's just good for you to know where you should be. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, especially if you could afford to do as much as you can. Mm -hmm. But I think the awareness of that might take away some of the anxiety, too, oh, around yeah. child support. Like, oh, you know, the situation yeah. where he's not on child support. Right. Like, oh, if I try to get custody, then she's going to do X, Y, Z. Well, if you mm -hmm. already know what you're supposed to be paying, if you were under an order. Right. Um, and you know that, well, I already pay that more. Then what's the, what's the problem? Right. Let's just go ahead and get this custody stuff worked out so we don't have to argue with it and, and at the end of the day this is supposed to be about what's best for the kid right. right so as much as possible you don't want to expose the child to all of this back mm -hmm. and forth because it's hard enough as you said for them to navigate two different homes you know they're not seeing mom and dad mm -hmm. together all the time um some you know some amicable situations they do birthday things together mm -hmm. but for the most part that kid is not seeing you together as is mm -hmm. so it's even worse to kind of put them in the middle with you arguing back and forth about them, which right. really is not about them. Right. If if you, if you're really honest, mm -hmm. if you're arguing like that, a lot of times it's because you oh, all don't get along with each absolutely. other. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think I will say um, this: you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm about mm -hmm. to make a very general statement. <laughs> but <laughs> I think the easiest way for those that are concerned about not having to pay child support, the best way to do it, because like I said. It's also visitation, how much visitation you get mm -hmm. is determined upon, you know, the amount of days. And, and child support is, is tied to how many days you see your child. Mm -hmm. um, see your child. Like, just, you know, don't make it. If you if you are in a position, y'all live in the same city, I think will be the easiest thing to say that. Mm -hmm. If you're in a position where you can see your child on more than just the weekend, mm -hmm. you can help out through the week. They can do some overnights is what they consider the the visitation is based on overnight stays mm -hmm. um not just the pickups and drop-offs but mm -hmm. overnight stays if you can get more of those and you have it in your schedule and you can do that and you're not please be doing it because you again best instance of the child you want to see yeah. your child because your children will feel oh they just doing this so they don't have to pay nothing right so let your heart and mind be right mm -hmm. <laughs> but if you can get more of those overnights then do that, right? Um, it, it is definitely going to benefit the child e anyway, um, especially mm -hmm. if you're going through a divorce. They're used to seeing both of y'all all the time. They don't right. want to have to go suddenly and see a parent one weekend out the month. Right. So. Yeah, that is true. They Part of the calculator is mm -hmm. based on how many nights each parent mm -hmm. has with their child. So right. it's definitely something. We're not saying to use it as a strategy. Right. We are saying that that's something to be aware of mm -hmm. because the thought process behind that is that when you have your child you're spending you're money spending money you right. have to feed them you yep. have to clothe them etc so yeah. that's where that whole thought process comes from okay all right dads well we will we also hope we helped y'all we hope to help we, we really do <laughs> hope we clarify some things right. and we'll definitely have um some resources in the show notes mm -hmm. um especially for those dads who just have no idea where mom is 
um, and no idea where their kid is and feel like just completely lost, right? Um, we'll have some information on at least, you know, something to help you get started. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, like I said, those free resources for those who are going to, you know, represent themselves. Um, and, and we'll have the, we'll put the North Carolina Child Support Guidelines, the, those basic guidelines. So you can go directly to our website to see those if you're interested in knowing. Um, what that would be based upon y'all combined adjusted gross income. Yes. All right. Well, good topic. Um, We do not have time today for a listener letter, but if you would like to write into us, have questions, comments, shenanigans, concerns, divaadvice at gmail.com, D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Yes. So quick. In the meantime, in between time, <laughs> we say, oh, yeah, if you're on YouTube right now, please make sure that you're hitting that mm-hmm. subscribe button below so that you can yes. get us when we have new episodes. If you're on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. make sure you're following us. And like I said, you can listen directly to this episodes um, and future episodes and share episodes by going mm-hmm. to our website, www.diva divasandduckets.com go yes. to podcast episodes and you can find all of the our episodes on there and listen directly on the website yes so all in right the meantime in between time have a great attitude bye, bye.